man, what's going on, everyone? It's Laurelville. Come on, let's hear it. That's right, Laurelville. Anyone know how to spell Laurelville? No. You're liars. All of you are liars. You don't know how to spell. You don't know how to spell Laurelville. All right, so anyways, what's going on, everybody? Uh, my name's Vince. This thing's going to, like, fall in a second. And um, if it does, whatever. Yeah, my name's Vince Giordano. Um, hello, hello. So for those of you who have no idea who I am, which is probably most of you, um, I'm uh, going to give you a little bit of background, a little bit of my bio, biography, okay, if you will. Um, so I was a youth pastor at Northway Christian Community for like seven years. That's right, Northway. Woo! Woo! Yeah! It's like high-pitched. Woo! It's like, ah! um, So I was a youth pastor, youth pastor there for about seven years um, and uh, met my wife, uh, Britt, there. Brittany, she's up there. Where's Britt? What's up? What's up, boy? Yeah! Um, classic. By the way, it's a classic speaker, like youth pastor thing to do. Be like, there's my wife. What's going on? What's up, babe? Love you, yeah. Um, it's like totally normal. Um, you'll, you'll see it if you haven't already. Um, so that's a little bit about me. Uh, we've been married for about three years. We have a dog. Wait, where's a picture of, uh, you have a picture of Britt and I? We were in Oreo this past uh, Halloween. There we are. Double stuff, yeah. And uh, Britt created all that. She's like super crafty. She does like creative design and all these things. Me, on the other hand, I'm like, Stick figures. That's as far as I go. Um, we have a dog named Benny. Where's our dog at? Yeah! It's my boy. As you can tell, he is a male. Don't look. Don't look down there. No, look. He is a male dog. Um, we can move past. It got real awkward. Move, move on to the, the next thing. It's my dog, Benny. He's cool. Um, we do, you know, we don't really like to talk about it too much. We have a cat. Um... No. Look, look, let me be real. Let me be, let me be real for a second. Um, Nova, that's who we call her, or she, she, she shall, shall not be named, um, she, we, we bought her in a vulnerable moment, okay? It was a vulnerable moment. Britt and I, you know, we, it, it was just a year in marriage. We didn't have a dog yet. The house was like lonely, like, let's get a cat. Like, yeah, genius idea, right? Where are we going to get a cat? I don't know, PetSmart? Like, that's where you go, right? And get cats? Yeah, we got it from PetSmart. And, you know, when you get, like, animals from PetSmart, and you may have, you know, God bless you, way to go. If it worked out for you, don't do it again, because it may not work out. Because it didn't really work out for us. We got a cat, and, you know, Nova's just like, it comes around your, your foot, and you're like, oh, you're so cute, right? You pick her up, she's like, hey, what's going on? You know, right in the face, <laughs> Chucker, you know, a distance. I don't know, that wasn't me. Um, I don't throw her too far. I'm serious. I don't want to go to jail. No lie, had a friend who actually went to jail for throwing his cat. Um, story for another time. Uh, don't rat me out, please. I don't want to go to jail. Um, so, you know, we love her. She's, she's a cat. She is a thing, um, an animal that, you know, that exists. And... Um, no, you don't get a picture of the cat. Wow. Don't deserve that. You're cat people, I'm sorry. So I know you may be disappointed. Um, so we try to have a lot of grace for her, you know, anyway. So that's, that's a little bit 
uh, of about like my immediate life. Um, just recently stepped out of student ministry um, into an opportunity that kind of um, you know presented itself within a tech company. Just felt the Lord leading there, so I've been doing that for. Um, few months now. It's been great. Really different um, than student ministry, obviously. Um, but man, like Lorable, like coming back through here, it's just like memories, immediate memories. So how many times like second, third Lorable, and you guys out here like second or Lorable, right on or right back here? Yeah, right on. Number six, anyone like more than like, more than once you've been to Lorable? Nine Lorables? You're the queen of Lorable. I've been coming to Laurelville for like seven years, okay? And I'm not going to be that guy who's like, Who's, whose first time at Laurelville is it? And then you're just like, what the heck, dude? Like, why are you doing this? You're like me, and everyone looks at you, and they're like, oh, he's the new guy. He's the new girl. Um, so I'm not going to do that. But whose first time is it at Laurelville? Cool, in the back. Way to go. Way to go, bro. Way to go. And anyway, no, we're good. We're good. So um, before we, we get into this, because it is Laurelville, I got to ask you guys a question because this really matters for your leaders, okay? This really matters for your leaders. Who here struggles with some uh, sleep walking, sleep talking? A couple of you guys. Leaders, leaders, take note. Take note. Okay. Here's why. I don't know why it's doing that. I may just do a hand mic. So here's why. Here's Stop it. We'll figure it out. If I got to go handheld, I'll do it. May have to go handheld. May have to do it. I don't know what's going on, but I'll do it. I'll go handheld. I'll do it. I'm going handheld. I'm going handheld. Is this on? Does this work? There we go. Cordless mic? They have those? All right, got me, bro. Get, give me a cordless, man. That's sick. I didn't know you guys know those existed. Yeah. I didn't know those existed. Just gotta whatever the worship leaders do, they like wrap it around, you know, real tight so they can be all sweet. So, anyways, I'm gonna talk out of this for um, a few seconds, and I'm gonna stall. I'm stalling right now. Anything's. Oh wait, I was talking about sleepwalking, right? So, um, those of you who are are sleepwalkers out there, sleep. <laughs> Boom, stalled. Sweet. Thank you. Yes, all right, sweet, sweet, sweet. We're good, we're good. Walkers, you guys just raised your hands. Um, so I had this student, it was my first Laurelville. Um, who, who came to Laurelville when they were like sixth grade? Six year, sixth grade, a lot of you guys, right? So when you were in sixth grade, really you're like in fifth grade at that time. Because you're only like in, you know, middle school at that point for just a couple months. You're basically a little tyke, a little, little gal, little dude, I don't know. And, um, and so it is, it's my first time at Lorva. I'm leading this middle school trip and, you know, we're in Danzig. Where's the Danzig crew at? Who's laying in Danzig? Awesome spot. Awesome spot. Best, best part. Danzig's down, um, all the way down there, big house and stuff. And so we're, I got our, like our all kids like tucked in, you know, and they're, they're, they're little spots, like they're all cozy doing their thing. And, you know, I set up my spot, which is like out in the, you know, area where it's not a room. It's just like a, a place you sit, I don't know, the dining room, maybe, that would be it, um, and there's a table, and I'd, like, sleep on the table, and you're like, oh, well, that stinks, no, best spot in all of Danzig, it's a secret, because there's a window that you could, like, open up, 
because at Laurelville, it's either like 30 degrees in your room or it's like 250 degrees in your room. It's one of the, one of the other, right? And so I got my own little like AC system where it just can control, you know, and take care of like the body temp. And so um, I'm in my sleeping bag. I'm out cold. It's 3 a.m. You know, you go to bed at like 1 a.m. And it's like, dude comes up, or a couple of these little sixth graders come up to me, right? They come like running up, and I'm like kind of asleep, right? And he's like, Psst, hey, Vince, Vince. And I'm just like, what? You know, I don't even know like who's saying my name. Like, Jesus, here I am. <laughs> it's I, right, I'll do whatever you want. Whatever you want. No, it's me, Justin. What? Get out of here. Justin, this little sixth grader, and Mitch Fitzsimmons. And you guys remember Mitch Fitzsimmons? You know what I'm talking about? So, Mitch, side story, there's going to be a lot of those, by the way. I'm sorry, ADD, maybe. Um, so, Mitch was up here uh, last year. If you guys, anyone was here last year's Laurelville for um, high school when Joel Friend spoke? Was anyone there for that? Where's Joel at? Shout out to Joel. Going to give you a shout out for you. Literally, one of the best, best Laurelville messages heard, hands down, all time. I'm dead serious. It was awesome. And he had this example where he wanted to bring up um, one of our kids, Mitch Fitzsimmons, and then one kid we just shared. That's what youth pastors, you share, you know, you go to this church and then you go to our church and you're all part, you know, we're all, whatever. Luke Nana was, was up here too. I don't know, I think Luke brother, Luke Nana's brother's in the room. Um, so they call Luke and Mitch up on stage because Joel's got this moment where he's going to like bring the gospel in, like really mm, bring it in, right? And um, I can't remember why specifically, but he asked Luke to slap Mitch square in the face. Well, what happened, I swear, maybe not, this didn't happen, but when he asked Luke to slap Mitch in the face, like, Luke, like, reached back, but it was like he reached back into preschool. Like, just, he reached all the way back into preschool, and he brought up some, like, horrible memories, like maybe where Mitch Fitzsimmons at some point, I don't even know if they lived near each other, but where Mitch was like in preschool saying, I'm going to poop on your face, you're not coming to my birthday party, something preschool thing would say. And he reached all the way back there and he's like, for 15 years, he's been brewing, so I'm going to slap Mitch in the face, like vengeance. That was all the way back here. Mitch was, Luke was just right here and he's like, yeah, 15 years of this is coming on your face. It's just going to boom, going to hit you right there. going to, And he slapped Mitch so hard in the face. I mean, Mitch was like, <laughs> kind of comes, you know, drops back. Mitch, so hard, he probably forgot, you know, the gospel. He didn't know who Jesus was anymore. Like, he wasn't saved. We had to bring him back. Like, hey, here's who Jesus is, okay? He's your Lord and Savior. Remember that? No, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Slapped him so hard in the face. And everyone, we all wanted to laugh. We were like, <laughs> but we were also like, what just happened? You know? Like, even Joel was like, yeah. Oh, dang. Little, little strong Luke. So that's Mitch Fitzsimmons. Good? There's that side story. So that's Mitch. Now, flashback years ago, he's a little sixth grade tyke, um, and, and he's waking me up. And he's like, they're both like, hey, Cal is sleepwalking. And if you don't know Cal Gribbins, his dad was like a wide receiver or something like that in the NFL at some point or something, I don't know. So he's beast, right? Cal's like got the DNA of like NFL in him. And he's like eighth grade kid. And for some reason, he's bunking with like the sixth graders. I don't know how that happened. Kind of flew under my radar. And, um, and he and I just hear this like, boof, boosh, boom. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? What is he dreaming about? Is he like, you know, fighting Nazis? Like, what's going on? And so 
um, I'm like, okay, you know, I get up, like I get out, and like these little sixth graders, Justin and Mitch, are like behind me. They're, they're afraid. And I'm just like, hey, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. And uh, I open up the door, and it's like pitch black. I flip on the lights, and first thing I see, because there's other sixth graders that are in that room, they're on, all of them are on the top bunk in the corner with like pillows surrounding them, like frightened for their life. And Cal is in this fit of rage. I don't know why, dreaming about whatever. And he's just like, ah, punching like the door. Like he sees like the bed frame and goes Bruce Lee, like, you know, just fighting. I don't know what he's fighting, but he's fighting something in his dream. And these kids up in the sixth grade, they're, they're just like, it's going to be all right. They're like prep talking to each other. Like, it's going to be okay. Use the pillar as a divider. Throw Steve down. Throw Steve down. Let him be a sacrifice. Like, that was like this kind of moment, right? And Cal's swinging. And he's like half naked. He's in boxers, right? And like, if you want to be a youth pastor at some point in your life, this isn't like job description stuff. It's not like you sit down the lead pastor and lead pastors, and you're just like, hey, I'm reading through the job description. It says, you may have to wrestle a half-naked eighth grader. What's that about? Like, what, what am I going to, what do I need to do with that? Like, no, don't worry about that. It's just, just going to, it's not written down. It just happens, right? And so that night, I had to duke it out with a half-naked eighth grader, okay? And, you know, I'm thinking, like, what am I going to do? I'm going to sweep under, take the legs out, bring her like pile right? What am I going to do with this kid? So I, like, bring him down to the ground. He's, like, swinging, you know, ah! I kill you Nazis, whatever's happening. Bring him down to the ground. And like, I got him like, I'm like sweating, adrenaline's like pumping. He's like pretty big eighth grader. And, um, and, and I got him pinned down. I'm like, Cal, Cal. And he just wakes up. He's like got drool. And he's like, you know, that sleepwalking like stare. He's just like, oh. like what? I'm like, Cal, you're sleepwalking. He's like, oh. Completely passed out. And I'm just like, what do you do at that point? You know, just like, let him sleep, I guess. Just let him sleep. So I get up. He's like in the fetal position. He's literally just like face down, just like half naked kid. And I'm just, and I'm like, okay, job's, job's done. Hey, sixth graders, go back to sleep. Not, you know, <laughs> hit the lights and go away. And, and, and that was it. It was a crazy moment. So my point being, um, I brought some rope. Youth pastors, if you need rope to tie down your kids, we can, I brought it, it's in the back of my trunk, it's, it's strong rope, too, it's the good kind, that's, that's like, you know, we're not doing that, okay, it's not gonna happen, it's a joke, some of you guys are like, what, he brought rope, oh my god, how could you do that, it's a joke, all right, it's a joke, but seriously, youth pastors, I got rope, um, so I love Laurelville, because Laurelville, you guys are gonna make so many memories, you're going to make so many memories. Someone, I hope this doesn't happen, you know, someone's going to go flying through the mud, you know, and they're going to take someone out, and then, and then you know, they're going to, you know, inhale the mud. And, like, you remember when Jimmy was throwing up mud everywhere? You're like, oh, I love Laurelville. Like, that's Laurelville, right? It's fantastic. I absolutely love the stories um, that happen. And, and that's, like, a little bit of me. Like, I love having fun. I love being here with you guys. There's so many memories that, that, that come back, um, and, and it's just a, a blast. And, and that's a little bit of my bio. Now you know me. You know my name, Vince, Vincent Lewis Giordano. There's my middle name. I don't know. Why is that a thing to like, what's your middle name? Lewis. There you go. Now you know. You don't have to ask me that anymore. Okay, so that's me. That's a little bit of my bio. But what's your bio? Honestly, what, what, what's your story 
up to this point? What's going on? What's your story? What are you bringing in to Laurelville, right? You church kid, right? You grew up in the church. You love church. Laurelville songs come on. You're like, yeah, Laurelville won't let go. go." Whatever the song was. Sorry, that was embarrassing. Um, You know, you sing the songs. You're here. You're excited to be here. That's great. Who, Who are you, though? Who, who are you other than your name? Maybe, seriously, like, honestly, straight up, maybe you're forced to come to Laurelville. Mom's like, you're going. You're like, Ma, no. She's like, no, you're going, right? And you're forced to be here, and you're just like, man, I don't even know. I don't even know anyone. I don't even know if I'm going to have fun, right? Who are you? Maybe, maybe a friend invited you. You're here, you know, for a good time, but the Jesus and the God kind of thing, you're like, eh. You know, I don't really care. I don't really care about God. I don't really care about any of that stuff. Who are you? Maybe you're here. You'd raise your hand. You'd just be like, look straight up. Like, God, don't care about him. Don't believe in him. You know, maybe not even real. Who are you? You know, whoever you are and from wherever you come from, whatever you have going on in your life. And look, listen, listen. Your life may straight up suck right now. Like, seriously, yeah, you may be putting on the show. You're like, yeah, raising your hand. Things are good. But inside, life's hard. Maybe life's good. Or maybe you got stuff back at home that you're just like, man, I don't even want to think about it. I don't even want to think about what I got to go back home to. My mom and my dad, they just got a divorce. Like, I got friend drama at school. I made some serious mistakes just, just a few hours ago. And earlier this week, man, I don't even know who that was. Who are you? What are you bringing through these doors? And what are you coming into Laurelville with? What's your story? And look, listen, we could laugh it off. Like, we want to have a good time. Like, of course, I want to laugh. I want to make us laugh. You know, we want to have a good time. But seriously, you have a story. The person even in this room laughing, maybe not even paying attention. You have a story. You have something that you're bringing into this room. And there's this awesome moment in Scripture because what I want us to do is, is I want to bring us into who Jesus is, the character of Christ. I want us, I want us to know who Jesus is. And we're not going to be reading through like, like a fairy tale. This isn't some, you know, little Bo Peep story like, hey, once upon a time, Jesus. No, no, no. I, I, I want to talk real briefly about the, um, the authority that the Bible brings and, and the accuracy that this brings, because it's a debated subject, like even today. I know you guys are in school, and you guys are, um, man, you're, you're catching flack for even believing. How could you believe in the Bible? And how could you even believe in, in what I'm about to preach out of? And I want to talk real briefly about this, because this isn't talked about much. This is out of an article with a number of different sources that I could point you to later. But it says this, regarding the New Testament, okay, so you have the Old Testament and the New Testament. The New Testament in the Bible, it's humanity's most reliable ancient document. All ancient manuscripts were written on papyrus, I think I pronounced that right, which didn't have much shelf life. So people had hand-copied originals to maintain the message and circulate it to others. Few people doubt Plato's writing. Some of you guys are learning about him or will continue. Called the Republic. It's a classic, right? Written by Plato around 380 B.C., it's before Christ. The earliest copies we have of those original manuscripts are dated at 900 A.D., okay, which is 1,300 years time lag between, between when he wrote it. And guess how many copies of those manuscripts that we have? 
we have seven, okay? Caesar's Gaelic Wars, so these wars that were, um, we all, if you talk to your history teacher, they, they all acknowledge it. These wars that Julius Caesar began to take over Spain, Fran or France, and, and Germany, and expanding the Roman Empire into, into Britain. These are the Gaelic Wars were written around 100 to 44 B.C., before Christ. The copies we have today are dated at 1,000 years after he wrote it. 1,000 years after he wrote it. We have 10 copies of these original manuscripts. Listen, when it comes to the New Testament, written between 50 and 100 A.D., after Christ's death, there are more than 5,000 copies all are within 50 to 225 years after their original writing. That's like you talking to your grandfather or us talking about George Washington who wrote X of our history. Further, when it came with scripture, scribes, monks, were meticulous in their copying of the original manuscripts. So they checked and rechecked their work to make sure it was perfectly matched. What the New Testament writers originally wrote is preserved better than any manuscript at all. We can be more certain of what we read about Jesus' life and words than we are certain of the writings of Caesar, Plato, Aristotle, and Homer. So look, when we read out of the Bible, when I'm like quoting John, we're reading through a book of the, uh, of the New Testament, the Apostle Paul, we aren't encountering some story that maybe or maybe didn't happen. This isn't a Dr. Seuss book. From the secular standpoint, this is the most reliable group of historical documents we have based on manuscripts. From the Christian standpoint, we are encountering the very word of God. And God the creator of everything, the creator of the universe, God, the creator of these manuscripts, the creator of the Bible, God's word spoken through these people thousands of years ago is calling you, you, not, not like just group you, you, insert your name. He's calling you. I don't believe you don't walk through these rooms, the, these doors, and you're just like, man, I can't believe I'm here. What a coincidence. No, you're here for a reason. You're here for a reason. And I really believe this. Normally, the loudest person in the room, you know, someone who's just like joking around, I don't really care about, is normally the person who need, who's, who's hurting the most. Or maybe you're in the back, maybe you're in the front. I don't know where you are. Maybe you're trying to avoid people. Jesus is calling you. God's calling you. Hey, come and see who I am. I'm not this just like warm, fuzzy, like, hey, everything's good. Come on, check this out. Like, no, no, no. He's calling you. There's a verse in, in, in the Bible, John 1, 43 through 50, where Jesus is beginning his ministry and he's calling his disciples. He's beginning to call them out and pick and say, hey, you, come, follow me. Here's what it says. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee, finding Philip. He said to him, follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethesda. Bethesda, something like that. Philip found Nathanael and told him, hey, we found the one Moses wrote about in the law. And the prophets who also wrote, that's the Old Testament. He's like, hey, look, 
the people that Moses wrote about in the Torah, the Old Testament, everyone, they're pointing to Jesus, the Messiah. We found that guy. Like all these thousands of years that took place, we found him. And he says, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph, Joseph, Nazareth, Philip says, can anything good come from there? It's like saying, like, Philly? <laughs> what good can come from I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> right? Just kidding. Right? Nazareth, can anything good come from there? And Philip, his friend, said, come and see. Maybe one of you guys were invited by a friend. Hey, come check this Jesus guy out. That was me. I was freshman year in high school. I didn't really know about Jesus. I didn't really care about Jesus. My friend said, hey, come check this out. Come to a camp. And he went and saw. And when Jesus saw Nathanael approaching him, he said this. This is crazy. Here truly is an Israelite whom there is no deceit. He's talking about his integrity. He's like, here's a man of good integrity. And Philip's like, or Nathanael's like, what? How do you know me? Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. It's crazy. What if, think about it, what if the God of all creation, Jesus, is exactly who he says he is? And what if the maker of heaven and earth, of all time and all universe, is in this moment, right now, in 2019, calling you? as he called Philip, or Nathaniel, the disciples. I want us all for a second. Where were you? Maybe earlier this morning. Where were you maybe yesterday? Were you struggling with, with thoughts of suicide? Were you struggling with an addiction? Is, is something going on with your family? And school is just rough? And you wake up in the morning, and you're like, oh, man, I don't want to go to school. Friends, family, where, where were you earlier this week? Just think of a moment of where you were. Think of it. You got that moment. Hold on to that moment. Jesus sees you in that moment, and he calls your name. Your name. He says, hey, come and see. Come and see what I'm about. Come and know me. And he's not going to be there to wag his finger at you and be like, how could you? I can't believe you brought this. And he's like, no, 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 bring it all. Bring all the doubt. Bring all the skepticism. Bring all maybe pain. Bring, bring, bring it all. I mean, maybe you're in a good spot right now. Bring it. Bring it all to the feet of Jesus because we know that when people encounter Jesus, Something happens. Something changes. So my challenge for you tonight, I don't know what you, you brought in the room, but all of us brought in something. There's something. Maybe we're in need of something. What, what is it? What do you got? You're like, man, this is, this is what I'm bringing in. And I want you to approach this small group time. I want you to approach one another as Jesus approaches you. Hey, come and see. Check this out. Can I pray for us real quick? Am I on your heads? Lord, um, God, I pray just for everyone in this room, for myself included, for everyone. Lord, I pray that, that whatever it is that we're bringing into the room tonight, whatever it is that, 
um, is going on in our life, and, and some of it, it may not be bad. Some of it, yeah, it just could be, it's hard. Maybe things are good, maybe things are, are not. Lord, whatever it is that we have, you know us, and you know what we bring. You know every single person in this room by name. Lord, would you draw us to you? Would you draw us to understand who you are? And would you open up our eyes? God, would you open up our eyes to be able to see who you say you are and walk in it? In Jesus' name.